baby. Everybody's oh oh. You got any sadder intro music? Like uh, anything a little less upbeat? Maybe like the no version of the Miami Dolphins song. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to the Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. You can give us a follow on X at T Blowhole. Um, you can shoot us an email. Uh, the blowhole radio at gmail.com and you can give us a follow on instagram the blowhole podcast on the gram um boy that was depressing um just a very disappointing way to end the season um eh, yeah just uh i guess it definitely could have been worse um, oh yeah come on if the, if it was a game like the 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 loss to the Baltimore is way worse than a game that you like have that you could win. It's, it's more heartbreaking because you should have, could have won it, but it definitely doesn't feel as bad. That's like we play them again. And I feel like we could win. If we beat Kansas city and go to Baltimore, I'm not going to feel very great about that. The way we played that game. Yeah. I don't know. There's just a lot. I mean, just the, the whole like leading the division, like literally the entire season, you know yeah, that's sure the outcome but the but but if but if you got blown out 56 to 19 or 48 to 20 again that's gonna feel way worse than than this it was a weird game um definitely not the way i thought it was gonna go i thought the offenses were gonna be a little more featured and to, i mean buffalo put up a ton of yards but great great job by our defense keeping them out of the end zone forcing turnovers just a a warrior's effort from this defense that was that is extremely banged up. Um, you know, they they came they made some plays, um, weird plays. Like, I mean, there was just a, it was a weird game. Like, just a like, right? Am I like I'm? No, like, I mean, it was you had bad, you had weird, bad Josh Allen like throwing fadeaways. Two of them were picked, and one of them was like a perfect pass to Diggs, like slide, like which, like which is why he, he throws those, like. You don't throw those. I can't believe he made that throw to Diggs that set up the the fake touchdown. And but the other ones were so extra terrible. I mean, one was fourth down, so it didn't matter. You know, you're you're it actually helped them the interception than a, more than an incompletion. But uh, because of the yardage, right? Like so, it, was, it ended up being an interception in the end zone, and you get the ball. This is the second interception. It was a fourth down from like the thirty-five or thirty-seven. We would have had the ball. Closer to midfield than uh, than the 20 yeah it was seven it backed us up seventeen yards basically which yeah you get why I mean you go for the, that's what they're paid to do with interception ball so no no uh, no knock on oh, yeah, yeah. getting the interception a little the the first interception though I mean Eli Apple could not have been gifted an easier interception <laughs> I mean it was a nice catch he did have to go low I guess to keep it off the ground. I I really want to go back and watch the all twenty two. We were talking about it off air. Like, was that side of the field like wide open or something? Because is that why he tried to run it out and fell down? Like, if he doesn't fall down, does he does he score a touchdown easily? I I guess we'll never know. My guess <laughs> is he thinks it's open, starts running, then all of a sudden sees the that there's seven guys bearing down on him, tries to cut, and falls on his face. Yeah, um, ended up with the ball at the three. I, we moved the ball a little bit, but we didn't. Uh, yeah, didn't get any points off that turnover. Um, 
did get the first touchdown of the game. Um, I really liked the the wrinkle, right? Like, so we, we knew that McDaniel would come up with something, or we hoped he would. Uh, those those weird misdirection pitches to the outside to to Achan were I those were cool. Like, it definitely had the Bills. You know, they stopped a couple of them, but they were you know they were guessing. You know, they were they were guessing and they guessed wrong a couple of times. Led to a touchdown. He a really nice touchdown run from from Achan on on one of them seven nothing. Um, offense looked not great in the first half, but it, they looked good. They they I thought they looked good in the first half. Um, and I liked what they were doing. No Jalen Waddle again. No Raheem Mostert. Um, I thought Jeff Wilson Jr. looked really good. I thought the offensive line played fantastic. Um, Tua had some time, made some good throws, hit uh, some good throws to Tyreek, some good throws to Cedric Wilson. Good um, throw. One good throw. One to good throw to, yes, one good throw to Cedric Wilson, yes. And, uh, you know, the, it looked okay. He was 14-7 at halftime. I was feeling pretty good about things. It seemed like the breaks were going our way. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, well, I mean, also, like, I guess then. there's some other things, right? Like in the first half that I wanted to touch on real quick. So the, the, you, you touched on it, the fit, you called it the fake touchdown. <laughs> so the, a terrible throw from Josh Allen that's like directly into the line of scrimmage that is batted up into the air, like a million yards in the air. And Trent Sherfield, of all people, who's done nothing for them all season, from what I can tell, uh, you know, starts dragging his toes and is just sitting there waiting for the ball to land at him. And Eli Apple just sits there watching it and does nothing to stop it. And he catches it. So looking at the replay, uh, they had not one, but two offensive linemen that were downfield ineligible illegally should have been called. They, they love calling us. They love calling that penalty on us. It happens. It happened multiple times in this game, but it uh, doesn't get called on the bills there. Um, and it's a fluky touchdown at seven, seven. We get a touchdown before the half. They have a minute 30 left. So this was a point of contention as we were watching the game, that that shell coverage they played on the, the the play before the last play where they had like they had only three guys and everybody else was in the end zone. I loved it. I thought it was great. And, you know, it gave them an extra seven yards, but they still weren't able to get in the end zone because they, you know, they, they threw it in bounds and were tackled at the one yard line. Great play by Jerome Baker. Stop, you know, stop them from getting the end zone and they get no points. I mean, it was weird. I don't think. Obviously, it was great because it worked, but if that made it easier for them to score a touchdown, if they score a touchdown, everyone's going to be like, why the hell did you give them those seven yards? Sure. But that's just the way it works. You know, if it works, you're a genius. If it doesn't, you're an idiot. And it's the same It's the same call either way, and you have no idea if it's going to work or not when you do it. So it was a gamble. I mean, you're up seven. I, I, I liked the gamble. I liked that. It, I mean, it paid off. Like, I didn't think it was a terrible decision. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, we've seen them. You're all, it's also the kind of quarterback that may try to force it in the end zone when exactly. all 11 guys are back there. So I don't, yeah, I don't hate, I don't hate it. Yeah. I think we, I, I, I liked the way the defense played in this game. I liked the, the scheme. I liked that, you know, there were some wrinkles. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen still had a monster game, but we forced some mistakes. We forced some mistakes out of him, and we had a chance to win. Um, and we were not playing with our best team. So um, kudos to the defense. So we go into halftime 14-7. to And then the second half starts. Uh, third quarter offense, our offense seems to do nothing. Um, I know there was there were some drops. The, the strip sack is on the first drive, their first drive, right? Cause I don't remember when I, it they happened. Got, I, they got the ball first, right? And they're... I thought it was closer to the fourth quarter. I thought it was like, I thought that strip sack happened before, right before the punt 
right, which the punt happened in the fourth quarter. So, um, the the by the punt, I'm referring to the uh, the touchdown one. Right. So yeah. So I think that that strip sack was was going into the fourth quarter, like end of the third quarter. Um, and at the strip sack we're referring to is the the play that Christian Wilkins made on on Josh Allen, uh, which was just an amazing play. Um, just the 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 awareness. To... Oh, it looked like a pickpocket. It was the coolest yeah. thing. He just the ball never. It like never hit the ground. He like he hit it out of him, and it like pulled it around his body and yep. pulled around his back and 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 pulled it in. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a great play. And you know, again, uh, remiss not to mention, I, I, Andrew Van Ginkle went down in the first half, I believe. Um, so <laughs> the position yep. that I said repeatedly throughout the year, like this is the one that we have the most depth at. Like we could actually afford an injury here. All three uh, and injury, not here. not yeah, or not all of them, yeah. So not even the special teams, even the special teams guy, it was like no one remembered his name until a week ago. Uh, got gets hurt too. Three of the highest rated edge rushers in the game we had: Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Andrew Van Ginkle, all just playing phenomenal football this year. All three season-ending injuries. Just you can't make this stuff up, folks. We're no and Baker and Miami Baker. Dolphin. I haven't talked to that part yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then Baker who courageously comes out, you know, and, and plays, and it was. Uh, and then yeah, and, and the guy. I mean, he's never never really been injured in the years he's played for us. Never really had any major injuries, and he has two of them this season within a month. Like just. And he was yeah. balling too. He was. He had that great stop. Yeah. At the end of the half. Yeah. It just. Uh, it's just so depressing. It's. <laughs> it's awful. Um. But you know, trying to look on the bright side of things, this team made some strides this year. It, the season is not over, and you know we have a, a a game that I think is winnable in Kansas City on on Saturday night. Um. But yeah, you just it, it hurts to just think about what would have been. But I think we're we're going in the right direction, is what I'm saying. This is an improvement over where we were last year. Um, I've got to figure something out with these injuries. I don't know how, like, or what to do about them. But like, I, I guess depth, better depth, maybe. I don't know. It's not. I mean, we had the depth. That doesn't. There's a there's a point where depth doesn't matter when you're when the backups go out too. There, I mean, sometimes those those years just happen, you know. But hopefully, you're not just one of those cursed teams. And it's just, you know, you can't, you can't plan on them. You don't know. Yeah. So Wilkins makes the, uh, makes the, gets the fumble. Um, the offense sputters again. So the, the bills adjusted at, at halftime. Um, they were playing two deep safeties and then they went to one deep safety to, to, to cover the edges in the run game. Um, and we didn't adjust. So we were talking about this off air, um, it's it's one thing I noticed about him about McDaniel last year. It didn't seem like when teams caught up to what he was doing, he was able to adjust. And we saw it in the second half of the season. Not just the injury to Tua. I mean, that was probably a big part of it as well. But even before Tua's final concussion of the season, he wasn't playing at the level that he was playing before. Um, you know, when we were you know getting us to eight and three, it seemed like teams had shifted coverage and shifted the way they defended us, and we didn't seem to have an answer. This season. I feel like McDaniel's done week to week has, has changed and has schemed better. And I really liked what he came out with in this game, but you've gone against McDermott several times and McDermott, as much as I hate him and hate the bills, the guy 
adjusts in games, right? Like he's able to see something and make an adjustment on his defense, right? Like, so they're going to change what they're doing. Did you not think that that was going to happen, that they were going to adjust to this, you know, this type of, you know, this new wrinkle you added to the running game and you didn't have a counter punch? Cause we, we sure it didn't look like we did. And the passing game was, it was, again, it was just, it was Tyreek or nothing. <laughs> like that's what it felt like. I mean, there were some plays to, to Smythe, but, you know, one target for Cedric Wilson, uh, no targets for Braxton Berrios. I didn't see A-Chan involved in the passing game at all. Um, I just didn't see any creativity or any kind of response in the second half. It just looked like we were just going to keep trying to do these off-direction pitches. And if that didn't work, throw it to Tyreek. <laughs> and and yeah. that's just not good enough. That's not good enough. And I know people were screaming, like, why aren't you running the ball? Like, they came out, the two of those, two of those first drives, they... It was run, run in the third and long. And then, you know, and a, a pass to Tyreek and there was incomplete or short and we're punting. Or he, he drops it. The, he, or the drop. Yeah, he drops quite a few passes. I'm not, on him for, I'm not getting on on Tyreek for drops. The dude's, the dude's out there barely able to walk. In, in he's amazing. And then he's out. But I mean, like you got, like there's, there's a reason that this is, that he's falling apart. I think he's been overused, right? Like <laughs> I don't think he's built for, 200 targets a year. Like, I mean, I love the guy. He's amazing. He's probably the best receiver in the NFL, but like you're seeing him break down. Like it doesn't even look like he doesn't look like he's having fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like he looks different. Like he doesn't look like he looked. Eight he looked ago. like he was having fun when he had his touchdown that put us up. Right. But he needs to be, you know, it just, it seems like he's, he's struggling right now. Um, you know, and rightfully so. I mean, he's been, <laughs> just overused. Like there just needs to be more, I mean, there's more balance between the passing and the, and the running, but there's not a lot of balance in the passing game, if that makes sense. And that's, but that's, I mean, yes, I would love to see more passes to the guys you mentioned, but when Waddle's not in there, this is a different offense. He's Waddle is on a different level than all those other guys. He's much closer to Tyreek Hill than he is to river Craycraft and Braxton Berrios. Oh, I think River caught a pass. <laughs> there we go. That was that was one of the other guys that that uh, that actually caught a pass in this game. Um, and I mean, those yeah. guys are blocking. I mean, they're, they're they're helping a lot to the to the you know we ran for a hundred yards in the first half. Those guys are doing their job, but just yeah. that second half, like you said, the, we weren't able to adjust to the adjustment. And then yeah, so fourteen to seven, starting the fourth quarter, we're stopped again on offense. And we have to punt. Um, a great punt from, from from Bailey. I don't know if he outkicked the coverage or or what, but um, I mean, it looked like there might have been a block believe, in the back. I can't believe he 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 caught it. It was at the five. He should have he should have let it go. The coverage was just it was terrible. And then yeah. you have Cameron Good injuring himself and also taking out at least one guy that was supposed to fill that lane. Um, it just opens a hole that's a mile wide. For, for Hardy to run 96 yards and tie the game at 14. Then we get the ball back with the chance to do something on offense. Absolutely no answer. Three and out. Bills get the ball, and you can take it from there. You had a pretty strong take about that moment. No, I mean, at that that point, that was the point where I felt like that I felt like we were going to win the whole time until that three and out. And then when they got the ball, I'm like, well, they're going to score here. Like, I not saying I knew we were going to lose, but I'm like, we're going to be down and, and like they're, they're scoring. Like we, we've been lucky with stopping them, but they were moving the ball. 
that was when when we three and outed there i was like oh crap and then i tell you that i mean the defense after that they had some crazy they were amazing again to get that fourth down stop to get us the ball back yeah so i mean so buffalo goes down and scores that means we get the ball again we don't score and have to punt i believe there was a that was I believe that was the one where Tyreek had the drop on what would have been a, a pretty long uh, completion. It was it was high, but a ball. Uh, yeah, I think it was act, it was actually first. I think it was first and fifteen because of a penalty, and that would have gotten us to like second and one or or a first down or something. But, I mean, if he brings that down, he had some space. It looked like too. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if he busted that out for a big one. Um, but it, either way, he didn't catch it. It doesn't matter. Um, we had to punt. Then, as you alluded to, the, Josh Allen, again, he had a third and 13. There was a still shot of, and that's where Baker re-injured his wrist, which, or injured his wrist severely. Oh, he um, hurt his wrist before that. Earlier, right. He hurt his wrist earlier in the game, and he was still out there. But then he, um, yeah, it was, it, I just, yeah. So it was a third and 13, and Allen scrambled and, and picked up the first down. That was a scramble. That dude, he, he went out. I mean, those that was... That's what makes him what he is. That's why you put up with those terrible throws. Yeah. He's a well, yeah, Christian Wilkins on his back. and he, at five, He's five yards short of the first down with Christian Wilkins on his back, and he still powers through. And gets, yeah, it's, it's and that wasn't so much bad tackling. That was more. No, he's in. Yeah, he's huge. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, so he gets that first down. They bleed more time off the clock. They get to a fourth and short. Um yeah, fourth and under a yard. And tr- traditionally, that might as well. That's they're probably a thousand percent on that against us in the Josh Allen years. And um, and we came up with stop. We held them short. So we got the ball and back. Was, and it was a third and short that they held that they stopped. And then the fourth and inches. It's like third and one and then fourth and inches. So it was uh, yep. it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. And then um, and then I and then I felt good at that point. I'm like, I think we can do something now. Yeah. I I think we got like a, a first down and then it was, you know, I, Tyreek had two drops on that drive on this last one. And then he, he injured himself on the last one, um, unfortunately, and, and limped off. And then you had Chase Claypool trying to run Tyreek's route and he ran it absolutely terribly. And I mean, to a probably shouldn't have thrown the ball, but I mean, at that point, like what it, it was clear we had no answer for anything they were doing on defense and, uh, you know, just a, a bad interception to a third interception on the first drive of the game too. Um, it was a deep route to, to Tyreek. That um, was a, that didn't, that was a third, was a third basically like a punt. Yeah. yeah and, and it was like, he threw it deep, but that those don't, that didn't hurt us. We were going no. to punt. If this one was, this one was, this one was bad. This one ended the game. Yeah. And it was, it would have been that was second down. We would have had we had two more shots if he throws that away, and there was still a minute left in the game. So yeah. So either way, your game game over. Uh, AFC East uh, gone. Um, I, I one other thing that was like really like bothering me, like just like the the narrative about like oh the the Bills and they're they're awesome fans and they they travel and like they're they're you know they're they're taking over the stadium course they are they they live in buffalo like <laughs> like buffalo sucks like buffalo is terrible that's why they travel everywhere because they don't want to fucking be there like that was of course I they'd mean, rather they had, be in they had some, the they no had some fans there but their stadium is because no one wants to go to buffalo like, that wasn't really a takeover i mean they had some fans there at the end obviously that's what you know mike nick was there he said it was 50 50 60 40 buffalo like oh was i it? mean it yeah, didn't but seem I, like that on the 
from the who cares like i mean but like just the the narrative's stupid it's like of course they travel like if like they're not gonna they don't want to be in buffalo in january like who want like no one's going to buffalo to see a football game it's a terrible stadium it's a terrible city when like, we do it, it's fun. We we did it to the Jets, the 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 black. New York's a great game. city. Yeah, the, New York's a great Washington, city. Washington the, D.C. The is Commanders. A we had a great yeah. turnout there too. Yeah, like that. Like uh, people go to cool cities like Miami and Washington and New York to to take over stadiums because it's fun. It's not because their fans are so passionate that they don't let anybody buy their tickets. Like that's no. Oh yeah. Nobody wants to go to Buffalo. Like it's a it's a terrible stadium. And it's by a the way, town like like go like that's narrative is so dumb. By like the way, you 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 can tickets in Kansas City are super cheap right now because nobody wants to sit in minus thirty. <laughs> Same thing. It's just uh, it's whatever, whatever, man. Like anyway, but uh, kudos to the Bills. A good team. Uh, you know they they didn't they didn't give up. They obviously have our number. They're better than us. They're still better than us. It sucks. I hate it. I hate Josh Allen. I hate McDermott. I hate all of them. But And we'll they, have to beat them in the AFC Championship game. I hope you're right. Um, moving, I guess, the last thing was uh, the degenerate side of things for, for that game. So, I actually, <laughs> I did hit on everything. Um, well, last score, thing, you didn't even – oh, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, what was I – yeah. What, no, no, no. Go ahead. Miss no, yeah. you're good. Okay, so yeah, for the degenerate side of things, um, I hit on all three. Uh, I went uh, heavy on the Bills passing and and Josh Allen rushing. So I had Josh Allen over uh, 35 and a half rushing yards. He had 67. I took the digs over on receiving. You all thought I was stupid. He had 87 yards because he absolutely destroys us every time he plays. And 87 yards isn't that much, but it was well over what they had his number at, which was 59 and a half. And Khalil Shaker, uh, Shakir. Secure. Uh 24 and a half. He was over. Uh he had 105 just, receiving just, yards. Just over. Yeah. 105 receiving yards. Um, and I like if you heard last week on the podcast, I said I liked all the overs on receivings. If yeah, Gabe Davis didn't get hurt, he probably would have gone over too. So um anyway, uh I did beat you. I don't like it, but I did. And it sucks. Yep, and I only got one because I had one Buffalo centric prop with which was Dalton Kincaid over 34 and a half and he had 84 um, which I also liked I thought dig honestly I thought because they haven't been using digs I thought we'd be able to um keep him at keep him not busy so I took the under I went against you head to head on that so obviously I lost and the money one from last year that barely wins this year is the Tua over one and a half touchdowns, and he only got the one. Yeah, that was the yeah, just so disappointing. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, that'll tie a knot on on that. Um, and now we go to Kansas City Saturday night wild card weekend. We are right Super now wild card weekend. Four and a half points underdogs. Um. I think the line opened at three or three and a half. I think it was three and a half. It went down to three and then it went, now it's up to four and a half. Um, I think that's, I can only imagine tied to the weather and some of the injuries, the injury news this week. I mean, which yeah, most, most of the ones we knew about, but I guess uh, Deshaun Elliott and Javon Holland are both, are they limited or have they not been practicing at all? 
they have not yeah they're they have not practiced at all so Xavier howard's already ruled out he hasn't he hasn't practiced and he's ruled out he's been uh both safeties so elliot and holland have not practiced at all but they're listed as questionable the other two questionables are Mostert and Waddle, but they've been limited. They've been actually practicing all week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, limited. So I'm hoping and if there's any way they can go, they're going to go. The, the way they say, you know, it's up to, to, the, to the medical staff. If they feel like the guys can play the whole game, they're going to put them out there. If they don't feel like they can complete the game, they're not going to let them go out and play half a game. Um. And the other big, the other big story is the weather. This, this most likely will be the coldest game in Miami Dolphins history. The previous cold, previous coldest game uh, was in 2008. The Miami Dolphins went to Kansas City to play the Chiefs, and the weather was 10 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So uh, this might be the coldest game ever is from what I heard. Isn't that, is that actually true? I don't believe that is true. So this is scheduled to be two degrees Fahrenheit. So minus 30, um, no snow, uh, zero precipitation and nine mile per hour wind. So it's just going to be really cold. Um, I, if you guys remember, they played well in Buffalo in very, very cold conditions last year. And it actually did snow at the end of that game. Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, it's going to be cold. It's going to be cold for them, too. Um, this, has, this, this, I'm just looking at the, I just looked up the forecast right now. It has it at a high of one. Yeah, it's a high of one. A high of two is what I'm looking at. Yeah, low of minus nine with wind chill of minus 15 to minus 30. That's yeah, I got a low of minus five. Yeah. Is that the... What is that that you're looking at? I'm looking at like the Google weather. So this is like up to the second. I am looking at KMBC. Just yeah. To... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> oh, that's right. That uh, and You know what? I'm an idiot. I was looking at Sunday, which is actually colder. I forgot the game Saturday night. Yeah, It's not Sunday. So, yeah. Might actually have a high of four degrees for tailgating, but the, but by according to this guy right here, um, Joe Weatherman, I think yeah. that's his name, Neville Miller. Give him, I'll give him his, I'll give him his props. Fine weatherman. So, played the Chiefs earlier in the year. We played them on a neutral site in Germany. Um, it was supposed to be a home game for them. The NFL moved it. So they we had lost. to make sure they got they got the game again. We lost twenty-one to fourteen. They were up twenty-one nothing at halftime, and we had a very good second half. We had a terrible first half and a very good second half, and had a chance to tie that game late. And to a missed Cedric Wilson, who was wide open for the game tying touchdown late in the game. Obviously, weather is going to be a factor. The Chiefs have not looked like the Chiefs at all all season on offense. I don't think they've had a game where they were tremendous on offense our defense as we've alluded to is tremendously banged up so they did make some they had to sign some people i really like the signings that they made so the first signing they made was justin houston um who is 34 years old and was on the carolina panthers active roster for half of the season they let him go because they were oh and 
eight by that point, and they're terrible, and there was no need to pay a veteran pass rusher like Justin Wilson. I uh, sorry, Justin Houston. Um, he hasn't had like a tremendous or a great season for a while, but he's he's very capable. He had twenty two sacks in one year. Um, you know, he was a defensive player of the year. He uh, knows how to rush the passer and is on the active roster, so he'll be. He'll be seeing some snaps in Kansas City. He is a former chief as well. Um, it's I like the signing. I mean, uh, you know, if you're going to bring somebody in. And the other guy they brought in was Bruce Irvin, um, another very accomplished pass rusher. He is 36 years old. He was on the Detroit Lions roster for a good portion of this season and couldn't get in their rotation. They have a very good defensive line, defensive end rotation. Uh, Irvin, I believe, has some experience. He was on the Bears when Fangio was there, so he has some experience in the defense. Um, I really liked what he said in the press conference. It looks like he's ready to go. Um, you know, he, he's probably, like I said, has some experience in the defense and can rush the passer. Um, I like the signings. They're, they're fresh guys. They, they, you know, they're in game shape. They've played this year. They haven't had a lot of play. They're older, but they've had a lot of success in this league and they've seen a lot of things. You can do a lot worse than, than Bruce Irvin and Justin Houston coming into this playoff game. You already have Melvin Ingram as well. And he's, he's made a difference. You know, he's a guy they signed off the street and he's made a difference in this defense. So, is it as good as the guys I mentioned that that are gone for the year that we're lamenting about? No, absolutely not. But these guys can play. Like they they can get after the passer. It's not like the Chiefs have the best offensive line in football. So they can get after the passer. They can they can make some plays. Yeah, that one play when Melvin Ingram was uh had to drop into coverage. I'm like, no, no, let's just keep him running after the quarterback. Yeah. So he's he's now our most experienced edge <laughs> rusher. Yeah we have uh in this defense anyway um but you brought up a good point i mean so so with the with the injuries to safety if you know if if elliot and holland are not able to go um you know we're gonna see a lot of brandon jones i I actually liked if they are able to go having brandon jones maybe in a little bit more of an inside linebacker position right like kind of doing some of the things that jerome baker was doing he's a very good blitzer um you know he's not great in coverage as a safety but as a linebacker (laughs) Yeah, no, as a, to play that, yeah, that little nickel or whatever they call it when you do when you go with three, uh, sa- three safeties. Of course, you want your other two safeties out there. I mean, I guess at least one of them. <laughs> if there's, you need at least one of them out there to do that. I I would like to see him in the rotation with the linebackers of of Duke Riley and and David Long. Like if yeah. you can rotate those three guys in the middle, I think that's actually genius. If the other two safeties can play, or I mean, Earl Camp. Uh, <laughs> now that's he's even older than uh justin houston yeah shockingly um no i i'm forgetting elijah, the, elijah thank you and i knew it was an e and i knew it was campbell um elijah campbell um you know he can he hasn't been great at safety um but if he can play one of the spots and maybe holland or elliott can go I don't know, man. We're going to have to get creative. The secondary is banged up. Again, no Xavier Howard. Um, disappointing. I mean, we all love Xavier Howard, but he's getting up there in years and clearly not the, the player that he once was. Um, the Ramsey's, Ramsey should be there. Um, you know, he's he's been great. We're going to need a big game out of him. Kohu, Needham, would, would like to see those guys play, you know, like make some plays. Love to see more Needham. Yeah. Because that would mean less Eli. Yeah, and then you know we'll see what the, what they do up front. Um, the Chiefs, the as I alluded to, they don't have you know the big play threats that they've had in the past. Um, Rasheed Rice is a good uh, rookie wide receiver that they have. Um, Pacheco is a very good running back, a very underrated running back. They still have Travis Kelsey. 
it's going to be That's about it. yeah, containing the passing game, making sure you know you're you're not getting beat deep by you know I, Justin Watson is fast, but you know, and MVS is fast, but they don't seem to make a lot of plays. So hopefully, just keep it in front of you, get some pressure on Mahomes, maybe force some turnovers. A repeat of last week wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. This is a, <laughs> this is a beatable team. Their their defense is was great in the first half of the, and they haven't been they haven't been great. We can run on them. They're also susceptible to our kind of runs, like they the, the zone outside runs. Are the we had success in the first game when we started trying to do that. We didn't try to do it at all in the first. But half. I mean, but but this is also a defense that is susceptible to that. Like yeah, like the the Bills and the Ravens aren't and even the cowboys they're not as susceptible to that because they're fast and and like you want to beat them differently so so with the weather and with the the opponent this should be a big running game we should be able to do it and hopefully that opens up the pass because you will have to pass a little bit at some point it's cold like it I, that i don't there's not going to be a ton of wind like i don't like they can pass they can throw the ball like throwing the ball is not out the window here i think you know with that Jalen Waddle at you know at any capacity playing in this game is huge, right? Yeah. Now Tyreek Hill, you know Durham Smythe has shown up in the passing game. He's been the, the most reliable third option that we have. Um, you know Cedric Wilson had a good game the first time we went against him. I, I, I'm not ruling out the passing game. I think we can. I think we could. I think we can pass the ball in this game. I agree yes, that we should I be focused on the run. running it. Yes, I agree with that. Um, Jeff Wilson looked really good in the Bills game too. Like, you know, if, if he's in the rotation, if Mostert can't, you know, take a, a you know, a heavy load, which is fine. Um, and the offense is, is relatively healthy. The offensive line has played well. You know, Robert Hunt is, is back and playing. Uh, Robert Jones is a good left guard. Um, Eichenberg, as we've talked about, is, is playing fine at center. Austin Jackson, a right tackle. And, uh, and the best one, Armstead, is the healthiest he's been all year. So, well... I mean, he's literally has knee, ankle, back listed is why he's limited in practice. All full, participant. Full, full participant, full participant, full participant, Rob. But looking at our looking at our injury, it's not just the guys that are on it. It's that most most guys have more than one injury. You have knees for Holland, knee, ankle for Mostert, ankle, quad for Tyreek, toe, ribs for Achan, knee, ankle, back for. Armstead, calf, ankle for Liam. It's not like they're like multiple injuries per guy. Full participant. Full participant. I haven't seen Teron Armstead as a full participant in practice in like two years. So that's true. This is the healthiest he's been that I've seen him. So anyway, there's what I'm saying is there's hope. There's like, there is hope to win this game. This, like, that was one of the reasons too, like, with the, like the outcome of the Bills game, like, it wasn't like the end of the world if they lost. Like this matchup actually isn't bad. Had we won, it would be Buffalo again. Granted, in Miami, and we'd be the two seed, and you'd feel a lot better having just beat them. Um, so it's not the worst matchup. Like, uh, you know, it's it's not the worst outcome. Um, obviously, you'd like to win uh, that last game of the season, get the division, but. I like our chances in this game. I, you know, and this was one thing, I guess we didn't, this is one thing we forgot to do before we hopped on air, Rob. We didn't uh, give our, our score predictions for Sunday. So the Dolphins are four and a half point underdogs. I say the Dolphins win this game 27 to 20. Nice. 
I actually have us winning it 20 to 17. That would be that would be fantastic. So live to fight another day. I, I think this is one that we can win. We should have won the first time we played them. They don't seem right to me. I I, I think this is this is good for us. And honestly, this is the, this is a, to me this is important because this is the game that we have to have. We only have one of these games, right? Where and we were home, where we beat a good team. I want we got to win one of these games where you're not favored, and you go in and you beat up. You know, you, it's not a surprise four and a half playoffs everybody knows the chiefs are hurting um you got to win this game this goes so far getting that that's that's the next step right we made the playoffs last year now you got to win a playoff game and hopefully not just one but you got to start with one yep yeah agreed um i know we're way over time we haven't uh, we didn't take a break should we take a break or should we just... nah just keep going all right we're gonna keep going you guys you guys don't like commercials who likes commercials um, all right. So why don't we take a look at uh pick'em from, from week 18 in the NFL? I uh I believe I surpassed you for the season in wins, and now we are tied in weeks because I went two out of three, right, Rob? That is correct. And that was dumb. Because it's fun because you had the Jags who couldn't get it done. Not that it would have mattered. Jeez. But uh the Arizona too, that was dumb because that barely they shouldn't have uh they lost right but then but cover they lost by one point they were winning yeah, yeah. they were winning 20 to 14 yeah. and then the seahawks got a touchdown at the end and they won by one point so yeah i see i hate that but yeah. i mean it works and then green bay they beat up somebody that i thought would beat them the bears the bears yeah you took the bears to beat green bay in green bay i did has it happened did. in like 30 years it's gotta happen eventually not this year. It's got, this the year. Bears are an interesting case. I'm surprised they're keeping the coach. They and, fired the offensive coordinator. But getting rid of Fields. It seems like all signs point to, to them moving on from Fields, which I, I understand. If it was me, like I'd start over. Like I feel like you got to start over there. But it's, I mean, it's hard because keeping Fields also means getting a haul for that pick. So it means loading up that team. Now, you also means you have to pay fields in a, in a, in two years as opposed to having, you know, four years of cheap control of uh, Caleb Williams. So I get it. So, But you're also talking about fields with Marvin Harrison Jr. and maybe another top 10 pick, you know, because they, they have another pick and then they'd be moving down. Yeah, like, so it's hard. Well, there's no guarantee they get Marvin Harrison Jr. if they move out of that. Well, depend. Well, it depends who you move to. You just move to three. You know, if somebody wants to. A, that would be the Patriots moving up. Yeah. Right. Which, who knows? Bill, Bill Belichick. See you later, bud. He's gone. <laughs> well, all the we didn't even talk about all the, you know, the Vrabel fire. Yeah. Uh, Carol stepping down or firing. Yeah. Saban oh. gone. Yeah. All of my like least favorite coaches are all gone. Can, I didn't even do my my rant that I I think. I think Nick Saban's the most overrated coach in the history of coaches because yeah, when, when you can get all the best players cause your boosters are paying more than anybody else. Yeah. You can be great. I get it. You should be. And now with NIL and you, and it, you don't automatically get the best players. You're just like everyone else. And now you they had a good season this year, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 
hard to deny the results, but yeah, I, I hate Nick Saban. He's he's garbage. I don't know. Best college coach is like whatever. <laughs> that's that's not a exactly. that's not a that's not a great title. That's like the best minor league hitter. Exactly. Yeah, a hundred percent. Nice job. You're you're the best at scaring children. Good 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 job. <laughs> we'll always hate him in Miami. Always. And if you don't hate him as a Dolphins fan, you're not really a Dolphins fan. Or you're uh, or you're only ten years old and you don't remember. Yeah, but that that kind of, that needs to be embedded I'm in there. Saying. Yeah. I'll, I'll give a pass. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the the Brable news. So Brable was fired, but that's he asked to be traded, um, and they were like, "We're we're not going to trade you because we're going to, you know, we want to get out in front of the coaching hire, so we're just going to fire you." Um, I could see him going to New England with with the news about Belichick. So they they asked Belichick to take a step back in the personnel decisions role, and and he said that that wouldn't, you know, that wasn't something that would work for him. Um, I really wish they would have kept him as coach and. GM because it's been oh, going yeah. it's been going great. Um, that team is that cupboard is empty, so not a very attractive job. I think from what I'm understanding from talking to Patriots fans and what I've read, uh, it's going to be Mayo and not Brable, Even though Brable's well, it was always option. Mayo but, was always the front runner, but that was before anyone knew Vrabel would be available. I I, I and I and Belichick's going to go somewhere. Someone's going to give him another chance. Um, I'm curious to see where that is. Um, I could see Washington, which would be, that would be hysterical. They Washington makes sense because that's a co- That's a new owner who, who would give him the keys. It's got to be somebody who's going to let him have full control. Now the other yeah. Carolina probably would. Atlanta, uh, might. yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe, but the other ones, and there's always somebody just you know trying to. Uh, just blow smoke or something but there's talk about one of these playoff teams maybe firing a coach and going after him you know are you referring to the eagles well it could it could be the eagles it could be the cowboys the cowboys that there's it's rumor yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I it's it is Jerry Jones, and he didn't really have the strongest endorsement for McCarthy, but they they were good this year. I mean, they they'll probably win against the Packers. Although when we we're, we're going to do pick them, and I'm definitely picking the Packers to cover, but um, no, they should win that game. They're not gonna they're not gonna get past the second. Eh, they might get past the second round, honestly. I mean, this is all all obviously depends on what happens with the results. The, yeah, of course. There's uh, there's the that there was. That was the buzz that people were saying. Don't don't be surprised of a team of somebody getting fired who's still in it right now and making a play for Belichick. Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I, I mean, I've been very outspoken. <laughs> the game has passed him by. Most of his success is due to the fact that he had Tom Brady on his team. Um, he's a good coach. I'm not saying he's not a good coach. I just don't think he's the greatest coach of all time. And I don't think he's going to be able to have success in another place, but I guess we'll see. That's why they play the games. As they say, Brable is the more interesting case to me. I'm curious to see where he goes. Um, there's yeah. noise about Tomlin potentially stepping down as well. Uh, in Pittsburgh. I don't see that. I, I don't know where that's coming from. Like, like does he doesn't want to coach anymore or doesn't want to coach in Pittsburgh. I could see him wanting a break. I guess. You know, 
you know, take a little break and then you could have any job he wants. And then Harbaugh, uh, Jim Harbaugh is probably coming back to the NFL if somebody gives him enough. Yeah, I, it looks like the Chargers seem to make the most sense to me. The Chargers or the Raiders. The Raiders should keep Pierce. Like, I, I don't know why. They would the Chargers do don't make sense, though, because they got the cheapest-ass owners, and they don't – they already have to – they're already – they don't like paying old coaches and then breaking the bank for new coaches. It's half of the reason they're in the trouble they are. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Interesting, interesting coaching moves so far so it'll be that'll be something to watch in the offseason um all right let's take a look at the playoff games um for this weekend for super wild card weekend you got it right (laughs) so we start things off on saturday in the afternoon the cleveland browns are favored by two going into houston i feel like cleveland is one of the hottest teams uh in the nfl right now uh i like cleveland i believe you, I mean, I like Houston too. All the teams, most of the teams in the playoffs are good. Houston's a very good team as well. Um, but I like Cleveland to go down there and win. I believe you like Houston, don't you, Rob? Uh, I don't love it, but it's hard to find three games when there's only six to you know six to choose from and five because we don't bet the Dolphins game. So yeah. yeah, I'll take I'll take the Texans. They're at home. You know the Joe Flacco pumpkin. It's a great story. CJ Stroud is something. He's he is very good. Lot. Um, it'll be interesting against this defense, see what he could do in the playoffs. Um, I don't have no idea how injured their receivers and running backs and the rest of their team is. So I'll just blindly take, take points at home. Sounds good. Last time they played Amari Cooper had like a million yards. Receiving, yeah. So, um, we'll see. Um, okay. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, so after our game, so we go to the Sunday games now, the early game, the Pittsburgh Steelers getting nine and a half going to Buffalo. Uh, the line was originally 10 and a half. So um, I that's, still feel like that's too That's also weather related. There is actually, that game might actually be moved. It's funny. Our game's not getting moved because it's going to be minus 30, but they might be in a snow blizzard that they that the Brown Stadium is actually on alerts that they may move that game to Cleveland. Okay. Well, uh, I I like Pittsburgh to cover. Um, I think Pittsburgh is sneakily playing a lot better since uh, Mason Rudolph has taken over at quarterback. Their offense looks much better, and their defense is pretty good. We know TJ Watt is out, um, but their defense is is good no matter what. Um, I don't think they're going to beat the Bills, but I think they're going to cover. Having the Steelers win would mean we we avoid the Ravens uh, next week, so that would be great. Um, but I don't see it either but i also would i like the points i take them in the points bills do play down to their you know to their opponents they've been doing it all year play a lot of close games missing tj watt's gonna hurt i can't i i will we'll just fingers will be crossed but you know then we go to dallas so uh classic nfc matchup here the uh the green bay packers traveling to dallas uh, I think this is going to be a good game. I think I like the Packers. I like their offense. I like Jordan Love. I think they're playing a lot better now that they got Aaron Jones back. Their young wide receivers are pretty good. Uh, their defense is bad, as you've called out, but they've they've played pretty well the last couple weeks. Uh, it's a seven point spread. Dallas favored by seven at home. Dallas doesn't ever lose at home. Um, you know they have referees not listening to players checking in as eligible. So um, 
you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take the Packers to cover. Not necessarily win. I wouldn't be shocked if they won. Uh, I would be shocked. Just, I agree with you. I like their offense. They're young. They're the, like the youngest offense. Um, amazing. Cowboys offense is playing really well. CD yeah. Lamb, Dak Prescott are playing really well. And the Cowboys defense, it's not playing as well as it was, but it's still way better than the Packers defense, which is terrible. So I like the Cowboys to roll it home and then probably lay an egg next week wherever they have to go. So that is interesting. It brings us to our next game, which we're uh, – this is another one we're betting. So the Sunday night game is Matt Stafford coming back to Detroit. I really like the Lions. I've, I've liked the Lions pretty much all year. They're favored by three at home. I think they got something for Fratty Matty when he comes home. I think uh, I think the Lions take him down and uh, and cover. I think the better quarterback, the better coach, has something for the worst quarterback who he used to have on his team more than uh, whatever you said. So I'm taking the Rams here plus three. I think they're they can. The Lions have a good run defense, but a bad pass defense. Kyron Williams can run anyway. The guys have the guys have been playing amazing. And the whole, the Rams getting Puka Nokua, the year that like Cooper Cup seems like he takes a step back, is just like unfair. Um, <laughs> right. Great. Yeah. Should be a good game though. It should be fun, and I wouldn't mind. Honestly, I I wouldn't mind seeing Goff get the win, but I I'm just not betting on it. Fair enough. All right. So we have our three, and then there's a there's a Monday night wild card game. Did they do that last year? Or is this the first? No, they. I think they did it last year. Okay, so the Philadelphia Eagles three. By yeah. the way, three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Don't don't make somebody play on a short week going into the next going into it. You know, like the the as long as you make sure that team plays on Sunday because one of them's going to have well, the Saturday teams are right. Yeah, like I mean, there's it's it's I, one day. I guess it's the same as playing on Saturday this yeah. week. Yeah. So the Eagles. Uh, favored by three in Tampa. The Eagles have been hot garbage. Um, I mean, the Bucks are weirdly the Bucks. Like they should have lost to Carolina. They shouldn't mm, even. I watched most of that game. They shouldn't have lost. Carolina's terrible. Okay, they, they, but yeah, they played terrible against a terrible team. Yeah, they're a little banged up. I, I don't know. I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles played the Giants, like That's and true. got no, you're murdered. right. Like it wasn't close. Like that game wasn't close at all. They lost AJ Brown, right? Like he's 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 done, right? Which sucks, but he's like he's Is not he playing done? this game. I think so. I have no idea. I, the injury looked bad. I mean, it was the MetLife turf again. Gets another oh. one. Um, so yeah, I, I thought yeah, I, I thought he maybe he plays. I don't know. Um, anyway, Eagles favored by three. I kind of like the Bucks. I mean, we have our games. Did you do you like the Eagles here? I do not. Yeah, so so there we go. Um, they haven't, they yeah, they just can't really seem to win um, anymore. Weird. So AJ but, Brown is not practicing. He's not ruled out yet or anything, but he hasn't practiced. So okay, that. so it wasn't. A, I thought I thought it was an ACL. Like that's what it looked like. Um, okay, uh, so he might go. Uh, that that does make a difference. He's an amazing player. So. Either way, whatever. I mean, I don't know if I'm necessarily betting on the Bucks. I just I like them at home to win this game. I think they're the better of the two teams right now. And that will do it for Super Wildcard Weekend Pick'em on the Blowhole. 
that means it's time for our favorite part of the show. Rob, hit it. So, for those of you unfamiliar with Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp, this is a game that Rob and I like to play every week where we draft fantasy teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. Um, last week was not a lot of fun, uh, not a lot of points. Normally, it's a lot of fun because no matter who's getting the points, they're players we love because they're Dolphins players, and they're just there just was not a ton of points to be had, unfortunately. Um, I did. I eked out a win, um, and that puts me at 10 wins to five for the season. And Rob, I will let you tell our nice listeners exactly what happened on Sunday night. Well, it, basically, you we each we split the touchdowns. You had Hill. I had Achan. But Hill's seven catches, 82 yards, and a touchdown. It's a little better than Achan's 56 rushing, one touchdown, and one catch for five. Uh, I had Smythe gave me three for 30 but you had uh the wilsons which uh we'll just they're just one player that takes up two slots so you got 45 rushing and one catch for 24 yards and that was enough because defensively i had two guys and one was ginkle and he didn't he didn't finish the game he left early and ramsey between the two of them i got like three tackles and you had sealer who had uh, a half a sack and two tackles. So all that adds up to you winning by eight points, 28 to 20. Pathetic. 20 is the second worst score. No, third worst score of the year. It was a 19 and a 13. Ooh, 13. Was that the Chiefs game? It was the Bills. Oh. But you had had 62, so that didn't help. Oh. I had 99. I forgot about the 99 I put on you in the Denver game. It's yeah. amazing that I'm only up 30 points on the year. 20 points on the year. That's That doesn't sound right. I think you're Well, I did put up 60 in uh, to 19. I did have a I did have a and a 67 to 23. A couple of my wins were big wins. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, um so I was suggesting that we should we should reseed for the playoffs, and I should get to uh, have the first pick this week. But um, you disagree, so you can. Oh, have no, I pick. agreed, but since you since you were leading, the worst team gets the first pick. I guess whatever. Um, so uh, you get to pick first. Uh, it doesn't matter. I've already won the season. It's ten to five. Even if you win all the playoff games, it would be ten to nine. So. Yeah, but uh, winning in the playoffs is way more important than winning in the regular season. <laughs> because you well, have to win in the playoffs. As long as the, the Dolphins win on Saturday night, I don't care. The last game of the Dolphins season is the Super Bowl. So we don't, <laughs> we don't know which one it is. Fair enough. All um, right. So, yeah, I will make the easy choice and take Tyreek Hill coming back to Arrowhead. Nice. Yeah, I hope he has a huge game. I hope he just goes insane and you get a million points out of him. Um, I will take Jalen Waddle. I feel like he is going to play, and I'm going to take Devon Hn. Who, by the way, like I don't, I don't think we mentioned it enough on this show. Just what a joy it is watching him play football. Oh, he's so um, good. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to to seeing him next year in this offense. And 
you know, hopefully stay healthy all year and, and be, I mean, I, he's going to be a focal point of this offense. And I'm just very, very excited for that. Agreed. So that makes sense. You can't, you gotta, you have to have one guy, you know, is going to play. And then Waddle, I will take Mostert in case, you know, I feel like those two guys are going to go probably a chance. One of them doesn't. I hope it's neither of them. I really, I hope they both play. Um, I'll take Mostert. And then honestly, I'm just going to take Smythe. I, I just think he's been pretty consistent out of the, as the second option without Waddle. He's been the most consistent second option, which is insane to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the solid pick. Uh, I'm going to take the Wilson Jr. Brothers. <laughs> so I'll take both right. Cedric and Jeff in no particular order. No, <laughs> fair. Um, interesting. So you're not you're putting a Wilson in your super flex, which for us can be a defender. Yeah. With no edge rushers. This is easy for me. I'm, I'm going with salt and pepper. I've never teamed them up before. I'm taking Wilkins and Sealer. I want the... I want the best buddy cop movie yet to be made of, <laughs> of, of Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer fighting crime. That's what I want to see. Salt that's, that's smart. I should have taken one of them as my defender, and then I probably would have been able to get the other Wilson for my flex spot anyway. Um, so nicely done there. I, this defense is uh, uh, it's, uh, it's hurting. Eli so, Apple, he had a pick last week. You want him? No, no. No, I do not. Um, I think I'm going to go with who I think is the best player that's healthy and a position that's going to put up a lot of numbers. I, the best player that's healthy is Jalen Ramsey, but I don't think he's going to put up a lot of numbers. So uh, I'll take uh, David Long Jr. I think he should see a lot of snaps and hopefully get a lot of tackles and you know maybe force a fumble or grab an interception or a scoop and score. Um, or all of them. All of those things. Let's. Go I hope here. he does all of those things. Yeah, he's played well uh, in the second half of the season, and you know, a little under the radar. So, I think he's going to see a lot of snaps. We're going to need him. That's for sure. So, let's go, David Long. Yes, sir. Go, David Long. I hope you win all the fantasy points. Yay! And that does it for uh, fantasy camp. I guess uh, there's uh, there's there could be some nonsense. You got any nonsense, Rob? You got any nonsense you want to discuss? Um, not too much, but only because my dinner's ready and I'm still a little under the weather, but I will say here, I'll give you a free tip for all the folks going to, going out and, uh, picking up Peacock for, for a month, Pay you know, yeah, it sucks, but just pay $5.99 and have stupid Peacock for a month. But there's a show on there called Mrs. Davis. I really liked it. It was weird. Um, and it was, I, it was just, it was my kind of show. It was weird. It it had some little bit of violence, a little bit of fun. Um, I recommend it. I recommend watching Mrs. Davis. Nice. That's a good tip. I like it. Yes. Um, that's all I've been watching on. Uh... Oh, I'm and I'm watching that uh, Resident Alien, which I had watched the first few, and then like it wasn't on any of my streaming services anymore, so. Now I'm watching it again. It's cute. It's fine. It's nothing to nothing to pay Peacock for, but it's nice. Cool. Um, yeah, I actually I had some sick days this week because I uh, when I got back from uh, from Florida, I was very under the weather. On well, that uh, explains how I got so sick. No, I think I got whatever you had. 
Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, that was uh, Monday and Tuesday. So I was, I did watch, I watched a decent amount of uh, movies that I was like half watching as I was like passing out because I was sick. Um, Interstellar, which I hadn't seen in a long time. That's a really good movie. That is a good one. It's a really good movie. So if you haven't seen Interstellar in a while or you've never seen it, highly recommend. I liked it. I remember really being topical right now while my food's getting cold. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I want to. I want you to. I want you to hear. This is good nonsense. You, you know what, the God nonsense. Godfather, folks, good movie. You heard it here first. Hush, hush, shush. Um, what was that? there was another one that uh, that I watched that was like just okay. All um, the President's Men. <laughs> no, it was the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, uh, no honor amongst thieves, and then um, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I had zero expectations. Like yeah, I, it was it was like, pretty fun. So it yeah. was it was much better than it should have been. Yeah, it was pretty fun, and then uh, everything everywhere all at once, which I hadn't seen yet. Oh, that so was I watched great. that. That was amazing. It was a lot. I mean, as the title, yeah. <laughs> as the title <laughs> insinuates. I don't know what I was expecting, but yeah, there was a lot that happened in that movie. It was very very good. Um, very, very good movie if you have not seen that. Very enjoyable. Um, on the other side, recommend. on the more, uh, I have been watching the What Ifs. Uh, I think I finished it. Um, or the oh, the Marvel more. stuff, yeah. That's okay. I mean, it's the same as season one. If you like season one, you'll like this. It's it's fine. But I actually watched the first uh, episode of, of Echo. How was it? it we was haven't good. started it yet. Yeah, I liked okay. it. I liked it. So, I like how they dropped all. I I complain about them like not dropping them all at once, and yeah. then when they do it, I I still haven't watched it yet. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was I enjoyable. yeah, we'll probably start it tonight actually. So, awesome man! All right, well, we got playoff football. We're excited. Super wild card weekend. Got the Chiefs. It's a winnable game. I think I think we got another week in us. I think we got another week in us, Rob. I think we're gonna have another game next week. So I I agree. Let's go. Let's get it done, man. Let's. Getting the second round of the playoffs is huge. Gotta do it. Gotta happen. Gotta happen. Gonna happen, man. Let's go, Dolphin! Fins up, baby. It was colder.